Hello, hello there, and you're welcome to Create or Die Trying. Good evening for tuning in on Facebook Live and on Instagram Live. I hope you guys can see me. I think still trying to get the Instagram uh, setup done right. I hope you guys can see me on Instagram. Welcome to the show. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in again. And uh, Ramadan Karim to all the Muslims out there. If you're fasting, I hope your fast is holding true and you're taking advantage of the month to actually pray for greater things for yourself and better success and greater mercy and, and grace of God and all the things that you do. If you're not fasting well, God knows your heart and exactly what you would like to do. May all our prayers be answered. Now, um, a great apology for not being able to host the show last week. Uh, I mean, I did a short video to apologize for that, but I think it requires some further explanation to, to ensure we hope just move along. Anyway, so do not in the small fact to certain things that happened um, last weekend, which got me to be quite busy the weekend over uh, for, for that period. And then by Monday, it was completely not me that was actually walking around. And uh, that is uh, due to certain people. Omodara Radi Dino's uh, arts box project actually got me in touch doing what I love doing the most, impacting the younger generation. It was an interesting time at Makoko in Lagos where we went to uh, some secondary schools and had a fun time with children talking about character creation with one emperor I cannot forget. Yes, Chuka Antonio B was there with me and we had great fun with the children. It was really nice and I hope to do this again. So Amadara, sign me up anytime. I will be glad to, uh, to be there for you whenever you're doing a project like this. So time up all the time. And also at the State House Lagos with Crown, uh, with the Footprints of David, yes. Uh, this uh, group of young kids from Bariga, uh, led by Shionwa Obajo, who has been doing awesome stuff with these children. I've been a part of their, uh, their journey for quite some time now, and I can tell you that these people are awesome. So they had a performance at the uh, Lagos State House for the um, uh, night and evening of the arts with the governor and all the other uh, government parasitas and everybody that was there. It was actually very, very fun being around there and showcased the possibilities of what can happen when uh, the government recognizes art and is actually investing in that particular form of activity. So it, it was a really interesting day. And then um, Sunday, of course, I was out as well on another project. And so I'm, I'm saying a shout out to all these things, but just a little bit of a very active weekend last week. And something else is coming up soon as well. Um, uh, this is a shout out to Shekwadefila's Crown Troops of Africa. The Eco Festival, Eco, Eco Theater Festival will be starting, I think, next month. And I'm sure there's quite a lot of preparations going on for that. Ross, I know I've been a bit busy. I haven't been able to attend some of the things we've talked about. We will get there. All right. So now I hope um, you, had a, you all had a wonderful weekend and your, your week is off to a great start. Monday, they say, is how you know what a great week is going to look like. I actually don't recognize what the Monday is because I don't know what the weekend is most times. You know, I, I pick the days and I just count my life in sunrise and sunsets and choose any day uh, I can to actually get some rest and do uh, some balancing acts with the other things that I do. So I hope your uh, Monday is up to a great start, which is definitely going to make your week an awesome week. And I hope it's going to be a most creative week for you. Okay, now there's something I've been... Um, um, uh, like discussing with some of my friends and people in the industry, and I know that the comic industry in Nigeria is really going to experience any changes in the next couple of months. I mean, we have quite a lot of comic cons planned for the for the later part of the year, and I know some other events are coming up from other publishers about celebrating the whole comic book genre. 
and, and the entire publishing idea of it. And I, I just see a lot of interesting things happening for the rest of the year. So if you're a comic fan or a comic book artist or publisher or producer, I just watch out for the rest of the year. It's going to be an awesome period for comic books in Nigeria. So watch out for that. Now, um, there's uh, something else I wanted to share with you. I wrote some things down here. Okay, so uh, one way that I will probably get into that, I hope you guys are able to download some of our, our past episodes on uh, Anchor FM. Um, we have uploaded as many episodes as we can up there. Look them out for, for that download. So get into that. And this episode would also be, would also be uh, downloaded on Anchor FM. So moving on to today's topic without much ado. Um, templates versus craftsmanship. There's quite a lot of things about that. In fact, once that idea came up and we started discussing with some people, it was a little bit of a debate because look, um, is, it, is it that templates are bad for a designer to work with or is it that uh, when, you are, when you have craftsmanship, you cannot really work with templates or you shouldn't or templates are taboo or whatever? It seems there's quite a lot of debate among designers as to what makes you a great designer. Does templates affect your ability to create ideas? Okay, now, so what we're going to be looking at for today's episode is the case for or against templates as, case, as again, the case for and against craftsmanship as well. So um, by its very look and presentation, we'll have a lot of things in which uh, we can use to define what templates is because we have templates in virtually all aspects of design. There's website templates, there's brochure templates, there's templates for even templates, for even creating templates, okay? So, it seems it's something that can't really uh, be taken out of what we do as designers. It seems to be a part of the um, regular thing that goes on out there. So how do we ensure that we as creative persons are able to either avoid templates completely or find a way to work with them in such a way that they are actually beneficial to our creative efforts? All right. Now, there are some things we will need to define first to get across that because when we talk about craftsmanship, uh, um, the definition or the meaning of what it means to a lot of people uh, might, might, be, might be different and all that. But let's, let's try and get a uniform um, uh, definition for what craftsmanship is all about. Okay? Now, craftsmanship says uh, it's defined as a skill in a particular craft or the quality of a design or work shown in something made by hand. Otherwise, called artistry, you can uh, define, define, refer to it as artistry the ability to have a skill in a particular craft, all right? Whether it's molding, carving, sculpting, printing, painting, drawing, coloring, whatever it is, a kind of craft that you have specific skill in, that is your craftsmanship. And then the quality of the design you're working with, the quality of your work as shown in something that you're making by hand, the artistry of the quality of the work that you're doing is also referred to as craftsmanship. So with that particular definition set out there, what exactly is templates and how do they work? Okay, now templates are um, specified and fixed images or designs set around certain themes or, uh, or styles that are to be used or modified by the user towards achieving a design at the end of the day. So a template is a pre-design that requires filling in some gaps to finish up the design. So it's like more like a design that needs to be customized. Okay, so a template is a, a, a generic design designed by theme and styles that requires adjustment and adaptation by a designer towards achieving his own designs. So by, by that definition, by those two definitions, you can see the, the differences in 
uh, craftsmanship and template design. But almost immediately, you can also see certain uh, similarities in there. Now, for you to be able to work with the templates, you have got to have some level of skill in design to understand how best that template works for what you're trying to communicate. Okay, so it, it, it will almost look like, uh, like immediately that having uh, been a craftsman, okay, having a skill in a particular craft does not in any way affect your ability to be able to uh, work with a template. If anything, it actually will enhance your work on a template because with a template, you don't need to start from scratch. You can just build on what is already available. That is what that would suggest almost immediately. Okay, but by virtue of our present society and the way the environment is with design and how people are operating their design platforms or design ideologies or design processes, we know that templates have taken a whole different role in the aspect of design for everybody. We know that by almost right now, nobody designs websites from scratch. I can, I can, I can almost be certain that at least 85% of websites out there are built around web template that's already available, you just modify it to suit your business or your communication. All right, we know website templates are there, and we know there are brochure templates. There are even websites that sell you templates for call cards, for brochures, for posters, for magazines, for just about anything you want to do in design. So now, with all that there, does it mean that with templates available, our creativity is automatically switched off? All right. Now, before we even begin to answer that question, let's look at certain things about um, templates and how they actually work within the design field and also how they work within the craftsmanship field. Now, a craftsman person, a craftsman and somebody who works with templates are going to be operating under certain rules. Okay. Now, first and foremost, every design, every concept, every idea falls under a style or a theme. There's absolutely, well, I can say it's almost certainly that there is no uh, design that cannot be categorized under a particular style or theme, okay? And we know there are various styles and various themes. Styles tend to be designed to be created or conceptualized around ideas and ideologies, while themes are created around objects, okay? Or, or subjects, let me use that, uh, so object and subject, because sometimes themes are about color, about um, animals or about uh, um, uh, uh, like structures or constructions, okay? Now, we talk about style in terms of uh, things that are designed to be techie, uh, designed to be classical, designed to be old, designed to be mystical, okay? Designed to be religious, you know, a style that is luxurious, a style that is elegant, a style that is clean, a style that is smooth, a style that is curvy, a style that is rocky. All right, so we have various styles, and whether you're working with templates or you're a craftsman, you will be working under a specific style. Your design will be reflecting one style or the other, or a mixed match of several styles, as it's known, uh, as it's known to happen around the design world, or you'll be operating under a theme. Every design seems to have a theme about it. In fact, when you choose no theme, you have created a new theme, which is no theme theme, all right? So the, the idea is some things are basic when it comes to design. You will be working with a style, and all, all designs are categorizable under a specific style or a theme. Are you working with the color red? Uh, your theme is color red, or you're working with the yellow theme, or you're working with flowers, or you're working with nature, or you're working with, uh, with uh, um, computers as a theme, are you working with circuit board as a theme, are you working with curves, are you working with angles, squares, circles, triangles? 
You know, you can choose a theme, which is actually an object or a particular um, component of your design that dominates the entire look and feel of your design. So if you have a design that has a lot more red, obviously you're working with a red themed design. Okay, and if you have um, a design that is, um, uh, add more, a lot more flowers around it, of course, you're letting the flowers dominate the, the theme of the design and all that. Then with style, you and I know uh, in all design aspects that if you're going to work in, uh, to design something that uh, evokes luxury, there are certain fonts, there are certain colors that actually evokes that. And no matter what area you're designing in, you tend to design along that line. Luxury, you tend to demand things like whites, black, gold, gray, spaces, empty, clean environments whenever you're designing. Elegance seems to uh, require slim fonts, spaced out fonts, and less words, and more white spaces, and all of that. So there's, there's a lot of things that fall under those things, and they're all covered in the design end. So your design, no matter which area you're designing, would always fall into one or two of those style of things. So now, in, in, with that already established, most templates are actually even designed with this in mind. So if you're searching through a website, for instance, that has um, a collection of themes for uh, say templates on a website, on website, you can website templates you get. Chances are you see themes that are techy, that are more about magazines, that are more about nature, that are more about photography, that are more about uh, 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 elegance, that are more about luxury. You know, the templates are designed according to those styles and themes. All right. So you as a person that want to work with a template will have to choose the theme that best suits your communication what exactly you want to achieve, and then work with that template. So uh, it's, it is um, particularly, I don't think it's more of an argument to, to say, should one work with a template at all, all right? Uh, because the fear often is that, or the, the argument for, for against template is, perhaps when you work with templates, you tend to not uh, get original again, and you don't really create anything new, and whatever style, uh, whatever, um, uh, template you're working with is just going to be the generic what everybody else already has. Now, there is some truth to that particular argument, and I've observed this myself over the years as to people who work with a lot of templates, and I know there are lots of designers in certain areas of Lagos, in the Prince uh, capital of Lagos, who are template masters, all right? They particularly work purely with templates. Now, here are the pros and cons of working with templates versus working uh, purely from scratch as a, as a craftsman, all right? So if you're working with templates, uh, the pros. First, there is the speed of thought. You do not have to think too far about the concept for whatever it is you're trying to produce or design. It cuts down the time you need to think about your design. So you can go ahead straight into execution, all right? So it cuts down time, so that means it's fast. It makes things faster and allows, it doesn't allow you to think too far into getting your design uh, done. So it saves time in that regard. That's a pro. Then um, another pro is it might actually, by, the, by virtue of the fact that it costs you, and it saves you time, actually costs you less in execution. So what might take a week to design would actually be done in less than a day or two days. Okay? So by saving time, you might actually be saving yourself some money at the same time. Okay? So that's, that's a pro. Um, that's another pro uh, would be that uh, the harder part of getting your concepts uh, um, executed has already been taken care of in terms of straightness of line, the kind of font that needs to be used, the structure of the platform, the way the colors are, 
uh, 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 arranged or picked out might have already been thought out for you by somebody else, so you don't need to go into that. It stresses you less. So there's a lot of stress taken off you working with templates. Now, that's about all the pros I can see in working with templates. Now, let's talk about working on the cons of working with templates. All right, and this one is almost uh, the first thing that pops out for most designers. Chances are that the template for the brochure or the template for the magazine you're working with or the website you're working with is going to be used by somebody else, and that person might not even bother to make the changes that you might make, and your website and that person's website or production might end up looking exactly the same. So chances of duplication are possible when you're working with the templates. All right, so it's, um, it would impact by, 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 um, by effect, it will impact the originality and subsequently the creativity of the work you have done when your similar work can be seen on another platform by somebody else without them having broken any kind of law. It will be legal for them to download the same template you're working with and work with that template as well. All right, so the chances of you uh, seeing duplicates of your work are high when you're doing that. And because it's um, it, a lot of the, uh, the effort you need to take into concepting or conceptualizing the work you're trying to do is already taken off you by someone else, it limits the control you have on the creative process. Okay? So as a creative person, now you have a very streamlined um, design as, as created by someone in a template that allows for minimal uh, adjustment because there's only so much editing or adaptation you can do to a template before it looks out of place in what it originally was. Okay, a luxurious layout, for instance, might end up looking not so luxurious if you change the colors. Okay, or if you change the kind of font that is uh, established in that particular template as well. So uh, it limits your creative scope. You, you you don't get to create to be as creative as you would most likely be if you are working from scratch. Okay, so uh, as a con also, over a period of time, you might actually lose the capacity to originally research for ideas towards creating something new. Okay, so it makes you lazy. In fact, that's, that's the bottom, of, bottom line of it all. Templates can make you lazy, all right? Dependence on templates who work in your designs will ultimately lead to a lazy designer and a less creative person and somebody whose work would appear less original because your work can be duplicated elsewhere. Now, granted, before I go into the pros and cons of uh, uh, craftsmanship, let's look at one um, question that I'm sure a lot of designers ask out there, creative people ask about it. Uh, is there really anything new under the sun? Do we have any absolutely completely original design out there? Is there anything that is unseen? Okay, now that we have established the fact that we have certain um, primaries at, uh, affecting all aspects of design in terms of styles and themes, if you are designing for children, there's a theme you're following. If you are designing for a luxurious band, there's a theme you're following. Whether you're working with a template or starting from scratch, you have a theme and you have a style that you must follow. So if those are the things that we already established as permanent in the structure of design, can there really be anything new in design then? Can you really? Um, say that you're creating something new when you are guided by specific styles and structures or genres or things. All right, now, my answer to that question is yes, you can. Originality 
is not creating something completely new. Remember what we said about creativity itself. It is not about creating something new per se. It's about finding a new link between things that previously had no link. For instance, um, how do you combine a luxurious brand for children? That would be something new, all right? Basically, you are still designing something luxurious, something for children under the theme or, or style for children and luxury, but the combination creates something completely different from either one of those two ideals, all right? So the essence of creativity is not to create something new. It is to find a new connection or to make that connection if it doesn't exist. How do you put a rock and roll idea or stylized idea into a luxurious brand design or into a techie design? Okay, so it's, it's a way of linking. That is what creativity is. I haven't established that. All right, so craftsmanship, what's the case for and what's the case against craftsmanship? What's the pro and the cons? Now, the pro of craftsmanship is um, almost psychological. First one that you notice, every designer will tell you this. When you start something from scratch and you build it to that perfection that it comes to that everybody can appreciate, it is a self-fulfilling uh, uh, feeling. All right? You feel great about it. It looks awesome to you, and it gets you to be better creative next time because you don't want to repeat the last thing you have done. All right? And uh, for any designer that knows um, uh, what it feels like, and I know I feel it a lot all the time, I don't like repeating ideas or designs. I don't have any designer out there who feels the same way. Please raise your hands up. I do not like repeating what I have done before. We know that clients request for it most times. I know how many times the client has said, serious design. I want you to replicate exactly that design and give it to me. It is not something that fulfills me as a, as a graphic designer or as a creative person at all, all right? But I know it is required. But when you're able to create something from scratch, it gives you that sense of fulfillment to help you create better, ultimately. So that's one. It's a psychologically fulfilling uh, thing to do. Uh, pro two, it actually ends up creating uh, something more original. Chances of you finding a similar design or exactly the same design on anybody else's platform are reduced by a billion to one, okay? Yes, granted, for, the, for those of us that are spiritually inclined anyway, um, we know that ideas are like radio waves that are always in the air, and there's sometimes several artists who catch the same idea at the same time. But here's the unique thing about being able to execute it with your skill as a craftsman. Your execution will always be different from mine. Okay, even if we have the same idea, when we render it, it always ends up being different. Not, never exactly the same, all right? And you can try it. Ask two people to design a book cover for uh, the same book. Uh, chances are they will read the same book and come out with totally different designs with similar concepts or maybe similar ideas in certain places, but they will be different, okay? So originality is another pro for designing from scratch as a craftsman. So it's, it gets your work to be unique. Okay, so you got to create something unique. As a pro, also, it's, um, it's enhancing that self-fulfilling thing again as a creative person. The more you create, the better you get at creating. So by creating from scratch the first time, it enhances your knowledge about designing, okay? And remember that creativity is built on knowledge, all right, on prior knowledge. So what you have designed the last time gives you more knowledge about the entire design process and your own creative design process to, to help you enhance your creative output for other designs that you do subsequently, okay? So that is self-fulfilling. It gets you to be more creative. The more you create, the better you create, 
Okay, that's a pro. Now, um, immediately, um, the cons might not be exactly completely established in terms of craftsmanship. But let's look at them as why people might call it potential cons. All right? As in terms of craftsmanship, it takes time. To start things from scratch takes time. Creativity cannot be rushed most times, and sometimes it can happen in the twinkle of an eye, and then you have one awesome stuff after five minutes of brainstorming. Whereas sometimes you can be there for five days and not actually get any great idea out there. Okay, so uh, the, the cons might be that it takes time. That is the argument against that. You know, if you have to start from scratch, it actually takes more time to get this thing done. What if you just get a template and speed up the process? Now, here's a, a thought to share in between that particular thing for what I have found out. Um, we as designers might need to separate um, being fast from being in a hurry. All right? Being fast means you do everything you require, you are required to do appropriately and in the correct positions, but in a shorter period of time. While hurrying or being in a hurry actually means you do less of the things you're required to do so that you can cut the time it takes to do what you need to do. So being fast requires knowledge because prior knowledge will make whatever it is you're trying to do look easy. And I'm sure a lot of designers can relate to that. You know that thing you are designing that um, it took you 10 minutes to come up with the logo, but you know it's only because you have encountered several logos, several concepts, several topics about logos for 15 years. So prior knowledge about logos can help you get to a logo in 10 minutes, can also help you get to a logo in 10 years, all right? But prior knowledge always uh, speeds up the process. So that would enhance uh, uh, the thing that will, that's supposed to be a con for craftsmanship, okay? So now, uh, with, with that con established, why should you as a designer work with templates at all? Not in terms of whether it's a, a pro or a con, but how can it work together with being a craftsman and getting your work done on time? Now, I personally believe in the perfect balance of both, all right? So I don't think anybody should rely completely and exclusively on templates. That is the wrongest and surest way uh, to go. Uh, the wrongest, well, wrongest, surest way to go in uh, creating bad designs, all right? So it's like, if you rely too much on that, you're going to actually come up with bad design. What I would suggest from everything I've learned, what I know for a fact is that 80% uh, of craftsmanship is definitely required and 20% of working with templates. Yes. Craftsmanship is required at all aspects of the design process, whether you're going to work with the template or not. And I can tell you from my processes, I immediately ensure that my template that I'm working with, when it is done with, does not look anything like the template I started with. All right? Because I take that template as um, an interior decorator or interior designer work with an empty building. Sure, the building is there. But that does not mean you cannot break down a wall to create a bigger dining area or break down a wall to make the bedroom and the toilet uh, uh, into a different setup entirely or to expand one aspect of the house and make it into a swimming pool. Even though the house is already there, it does not mean you cannot break it up to structure it into exactly what you want it to be. So it boils down to exactly uh, your initial uh, direction. Remember, for every design process, the core is communication. What exactly are you trying to communicate? So with that as a guideline, and the guideline that 80% of whatever you must do must start 
with you building things as a craftsman from scratch, coming up with concepts or ideas based on your brief before applying a template to it if required. The template should be, all right, by my understanding, the template should be a last resort, something you consider only after a while as an option or as an extra to what else you are creating. So let's say you are creating three websites, you are creating a website for a client and you need to present three templates. What if you start two from scratch and one as a, an adapted template? All right, so you, your two, this is where it comes into back to you as a person, as a creative person and not into the templates, all right? Uh, we as creative persons need to always constantly understand that your design is a reflection of you, not of the tool that you're working with. And in this particular situation, a template is a tool. It is placed there as a way to help you design faster, maybe better, if you know how to work with templates. So templates are just another tool for the craftsman as against being an opposition to craftsmanship. Okay? So for the craftsman, you work from scratch, starting with the basics of all things within creativity. Communication. What exactly is the message you're trying to pass across? All right, are you with me, guys? It starts with the idea, with the information, with the communication, what you're trying to say, what you're trying to achieve, before you even get to whether you need to work with a template or start from scratch, okay? Oftentimes, you want to be the website that's going to act like a blog or needs to load fast or is required to just do something generic, but we build up over a period of time, then by virtue of that particular brief, then go straight for templates. If you're trying to be the web that that's going to represent a brand, all right, and reflect the particular campaign or ideology they are trying to project, then you cannot work with the templates. You need to build that website template purely from the ideology of the client's brief. All right, so it requires a lot more research, a lot more conceptualization, a lot more sketches and drafts before arriving at your final design uh, concept. Okay, so I think we need to work with templates as a tool, as against a replacement for our originality in craftsmanship. All right, so to balance it out, build your skills as a craftsman, and that is essential even to working with the most uh, advanced templates out there. All right, the worst you can do as a creative person or a craftsman is to take a template, change the text and the pictures, and upload it back as a finished design. That shows that you actually didn't even put any thought, any kind of skill into getting that done at all. In fact, you might as well have called the people that designed the template and given them the text to apply to the template and then send it to your client because you actually have absolutely no input in getting that design conceptualized. So as a craftsman, work with templates as the foundation that need to be built upon where required. Always underline that particular fact. It is a situation of where required. Minimize the use of templates to the tool that they actually are. All right? So, in argument for let me uh, give you a comparison for that and also what might affect you as a, a, a craftsman if you rely too much on templates. I'll use an example in the area of illustration and human anatomy. All right? Now, say a, an illustrator starts by drawing cartoons, like Bugs Bunny, Mickey Mouse, and drawing all these very child-friendly cartoons as his learning process for drawing. Now, that guy gets very good in drawing cartoon characters and representing them in all their exaggerated uh, anatomy and everything. 
that person, that illustrator is going to find it difficult uh, uh, taking that into human anatomy, into realistic human anatomy, because it started from deformation. It started from uh, exaggeration of the human anatomy. Converting to actual proper human anatomy becomes a difficult thing for that person. Check out anybody who started that way. You find, you find that they find it difficult drawing realistic human anatomy if they start off drawing in cartoon setup. Whereas if you start drawing human anatomy in their realistic form and setup, over a period of time, it will become easy for you to actually transfer into cartoon art because all you have to do is just try less. Do you understand what I mean? Unlike when you draw cartoon and you want to draw actual and human anatomy, you have to try harder, all right? You have to upgrade. Whereas when you have to uh, convert your actual regular human being into cartoon characters, you have to just try less. Just don't try so hard. Uh, remember, just exaggerate certain things, deform certain things, and you, you pass. So it's easier to transfer from drawing perfectly to drawing cartoons than to, from drawing cartoons to drawing perfectly. That applies also to the argument between templates and craftsmanship. It's easier for a craftsman to work with a template, all right, than from somebody who has been working with templates all his life to get into creating an idea from scratch. That person is already influenced by the ideas uh, seen and encountered in the templates. If you ask that person to design a website or a brochure or a call card or anything, the first thing they are going to do would be, first and foremost, a template they have encountered before in their life. All right? So it is going to be difficult for them to be after several tries, after several rejections, before they get into being able to create original ideas. Whereas a craftsperson, somebody who has already been designing with originality, will find it difficult working with templates and would be able to actually infuse aspects of their own creativity, of their own knowledge into the thing they are designing. All right? Are you getting me there? So for you as a designer, work on the higher plane first so that the lower plane can become easier for you to manipulate. All right? Templates should be your tool. You work with them and you move on with it. Now, in that particular structure, something comes up with a question when, um, in that particular discussion I had. Uh, the idea is, see, most clients don't even notice the difference between the template and your, your craftsmanship idea and everything that you're starting from original stuff. They don't even see the difference between the two. So why should you go through that extra border to get an original idea done? Here is why. Um, as a designer or as a creative person, remember, even though you are creating to solve a problem for someone, you are infusing a part of yourself into that particular solution. So that solution, that design, that idea is a portion of you, it's a reflection of you as a person. So it should always include your own thoughts and ideologies into it. All right? Now, even though your client might say, you know what, take this template and work with it for me. You know as a creative person that this template might show up somewhere else and will render your client's projects completely unique. All right? Generic. Just go generic like that. You should not immediately grant that particular request. Yes, client is king. But your reputation and your creative process, your creative capabilities and reputation are actually at stake at all times as well. All right? So ultimately, you might want to be able to add just a little bit of originality to that template idea. You will be surprised that most times your clients wouldn't even be able to tell that you have modified that template a little bit into something else that is not exactly the template. So don't fall for the, hey, 
my people want this, they just want me to get it done and show that out. It will only end up affecting you as a creative person. So you cannot let that happen. All right. Now, as I always say with the show, guys, I just want to chip this in quickly. It is always a give and take situation. I'm not just sharing my own ideas and thoughts about creativity and all these processes. I would like to hear what you're thinking and what you think about the topic today. So please let me have your comments in there. Let me hear what you have to say about this. Now, moving forward for this, we know, sorry about that. Um, had a little bit of table shape. All right. We know that in the in, in present day design circles, quite a lot of things are templatable. You know, go anywhere, anything that you want to do already has a template. Now here's the tricky part of that. It is akin to having the talk between customized clothing versus mass produced clothing. All right, let me break that down a little bit. Yes, everybody is working with templates and that sounds like a good idea. But the fact that everybody's working with a template is what makes that a bad idea in its first place. And something else I want to note immediately, all right? Templates designs don't win awards. All right, are you with me, guys? Template designs don't get recognition, all right? Since a template idea can be found a million times over the internet in all other designs and all other areas, they don't get recognition. So while everybody is working with templates and that makes it normal in quotes, the ideas that actually push you forward, actually raise you as a creative person, as a designer, are the ones that you impute your creativity, your skill as a craftsperson, as a creative person into it. They are the ones that get recognition. They are the ones that are actually uh, recognized and awarded as certain paces in the design industry and environment. All right, so you might want to choose exactly how you want to go. Now, note this carefully, and I always say this. It is important to know as a creative person that any creative ideology or idea or position you choose, it is actually okay so far you are comfortable with it. All right, if you choose to work with templates because everybody's working with it and that is what you're going to focus on, please, by all means, continue with that. All right, and know the expectations you can have with that because unhappiness and stress and frustration and depression can come from expecting of something what it cannot give to you, all right? If you want your designs to um, hit landmarks and actually create um, impact in the industry and change uh, ideologies and, and then create new design movements, then it has got to be from scratch. It's got to be infused your skill as a craftsman. So choose your position and stick with it and the expectations that comes with it. All right, like I said, it's almost the same thing with custom clothing versus commercial clothing. I wear a custom-made suit and you wore an actual mass-produced suit. Yes, they are both suits, but the position we get when we arrive at a particular place or talk about our suits would always be different, all right? I tell them my tailor spent 16 years or 16 hours in making this shirt and then you bought this uh, 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 at the store that was made in under five minutes or 10 minutes at a particular factory. Now, that does not mean the qualities are different. That does not even mean that one is better than the other in communicating the idea across. It just means one can actually uh, step higher in identification and recognition than the other. And it is not because of, of um, a belittling of template itself. Like I said, for the good designer, for the great designer, let me use that word, for the great designer, a template is your tool. It's something you, you work with 
towards creating better designs. So now it is less about a versus in this situation when you look at it than it is about a synergy. Understanding that templates are there for you as a designer to work with rather than being against you as a designer in your creative process. So in order to ensure that one, you do not create something that can be easily reproduced or discovered to be in use anywhere else, your craftsmanship is required to be developed and to be used at all times. In order also to ensure that you break grounds, that you actually impact your industry and create unique ideas, all right? Your craftsmanship, your skills, your thoughts, and your information as a creative person are constantly required. And that would also step into like, uh, templates when you're working with them, all right? So it is not a versus, it's more about a synergy. You try as hard as you can to ensure that the two can work together towards achieving better design for you as a person. I know some people will argue with the idea of uh, templates being the norm in certain things, like I said earlier, uh, particularly in web design. I think that's the one that actually got uh, a lot of the arguments when I threw this idea, uh, this topic for this, uh, today's discussion out. It was more like, look, uh, website construction and design is still very, very uh, uh, difficult thing to start with. Uh, talking about the user experience and then maximizing it for, 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 for functioning on the internet and for the servers, for the bandwidth and all of that. It takes a lot of your thought process to get across to that point. So, and already prepared templates solve a lot of that problems for you. You just carry on with it and go. And that is actually not a bad idea. That's not a bad thing to note. What we are saying here is, as a craftsperson, don't just take that template and use it exactly as presented to you. In fact, what you should do, and this is what we did at a particular project we had a while back, I'll share that little story with you. We had a client that wanted to design a website and they had a website in mind that they wanted to copy as much as possible. And we found out that that website was actually built around a template, all right? Which meant that there's very little they could actually adjust within that uh, template to work with what they wanted. So we went about, infusing our own ideas of the design we prior, we prior had, all right, into that template was creating something different for the client. So we created a website that if you look at what we have done versus what they wanted us to copy, you would not know that both websites actually came from the same template. So as a craft person, yes, work with a template. It works faster for web design particularly because, yes, I know it takes a lot of effort to get uh, uh, the UX design for websites into actually something functional and it's actually something uh, of a different study to start with, okay? So putting it all together might be a lot shorter if you can work with an already designed web template and that is all good and well. So just ensure that as a craftsperson, you are able to adjust and amend that template to ensure it does not look anything like what you started with while keeping the theme or the style that you want to represent in what you are trying to work with. All right, uh, quite a lot of people are tuning in. I don't know if there's any comments I've missed. Uh, Umaru Maugzu Ibrahim, I do not know you. You're sending some googly eyes. I hope that is, um, the, thank you. So thank you for sending that anyways. Um, I don't think about anybody sent any comments in and all that, quite a very silent um, talk we're having today. Oh, uh, Teresa, thanks for tuning in, Teresa. That's, I'll be here on today. Now, I would like to actually hear the experience of um, designers out there and what you feel about working with a template on your own 
do you think it has actually enhanced you as a designer or has it actually made you uh, less into getting into research and doing for your design from scratch? Does it affect your productivity in any way working with templates? I would definitely like to hear uh, what uh, your experience has been because like we know about creativity and everything that is done. Uh, experiences are unique to individuals. So uh, designers out there might actually have found ways to work around templates in such a way that you require uh, templates even when you start to design from scratch. That's even another way to look at it. It's actually possible to, when you start a design from scratch, say a book cover, for instance, to have a template in mind at the very beginning. All right? And here's something I actually do as well. Um, perhaps most of us will call it referencing. All right? And that's another way a, a template can act as a tool for you. So you might want to go through several templates to see exactly what uh, themes are looking like in the direction that you are thinking of for your particular project immediately. So let's say you're working with a client that you're thinking about it in the technological area of things. You want it to be techie, but you want to have some little bit of luxury with it because your client is a technologically luxurious brand. Okay? Now, you might want to look at what templates are available in the luxurious level of things, say, um, uh, for a brochure, for instance. So look at brochures that people have already designed, what it looks like in terms of the technological area, and what people are working are like in terms of luxury. These things might actually give you elements that you can pick in your own thought process and implement or include in your own design when you're actually getting it done. Okay, so another way to look at templates might be to see it as a referencing material. Okay, see your templates as a reference material. You're actually looking at it to get ideas for that thing you're starting to build from scratch. So you might not need to actually take a template raw and work with it. Instead, you might pick elements from several templates, okay, from several uh, ideas uh, by other creative designers out there, and then mixing and matching them into your own idea. And is there anything more creative than that? That is the, the like all our definition of what creativity is, being able to pick bits and pieces of several things and combining them into a coherent um, communication design. Okay, so ultimately it is up to you as a person to ensure you do not let templates become a rule in what you do. Templates should be your assistance, should be your reference point. All right, as mentioned, take it into the 80-20. Your craftsmanship should always be in position 80% of the time and your templates or referencing should always come up as 20% as of whatever it is that you're designing at any point in time. But one thing that you take 100% of your time should be research, all right? And that would also cover what referencing and templates are about as well. Let me see. I want to see if you have any kind of comments or, or contributions from uh, Instagram. Um, let me see. There, uh, I think there's a little pause in there trying to see if we have anybody out there. Any comments on immediately? All right. We don't have any comments right there. Are no comments here right now. So I guess we would have to be a bit of a roundup to get that. And I hope we have been able to um, look at this thing in a, an objective way to let us know that it is less about um, your template against your craftsmanship. It is more about your template as a tool for your craftsmanship. So uh, get into that and choose your position well and ensure that your creativity is constantly being built up as you build your ideas from scratch 
towards ensuring your communications and your designs are unique at all times. So with that, realize again, we'll always say it, please, um, you can download this particular episode on Anchor FM by tomorrow. It will be uploaded as a podcast. Several of our episodes are already available there. I mean, it's been quite a ride. We have done, um, I mean, like over 45, 52 um, uh, episodes right now. I think in the course of this show, uh, in the over 1.15 um, uh, years that we've been doing this, we have uh, only been off air for about three or four times, and that has been uh, a wonderful experience. You guys have always been there. Thank you very much for tuning in at all times. It's always good to have you guys on the show. Remember, the comments don't stop as we are talking. You can put your comments in after the video has ended. I'll do everything I can to answer them or comment on them as it goes. And it's not just about me. Other people listening and watching and reading will also be able to learn from your comments and contributions. Don't let them stop. All right? I remember, guys, in everything that you do, we have got to ensure that the number one thing that must always be paramount in everything that we do is our creativity. We are created to create. We will always be alive only to create. So in everything that you do, whatever you learn, however you do it, always ensure that you create all that try. I'll see you again next time. Uh, same time next time, uh, next week, guys. Yes, same time next week. Have a wonderful week ahead and remain creatively awesome. Have a good time, guys.